0: It's 3.03pm on August 30th, 1904 in St. Louis, Missouri, and 32 runners react to the starting pistol of the Olympic marathon. Ahead lays the toughest course ever devised for an Olympics. This race would be the focal point for one of the most farcical Olympic games ever held, which almost ended the fledgling games in their tracks. What made the 1904 Olympics so memorable? And what happened to the 32 runners starting the race that day? Find out this week on Cheeky Tales.
1: Welcome back, boy. Hey, boy. It's been a fortnight. It has been a fortnight. Yeah. How you been? Yeah, all right, boy. Been pretty good. Uh, yeah. Got a year older within that fortnight. You did. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, bud. Thank you, Bert.
0: I did remember it, having put it in my phone last episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's,
1: What'd you do? Um, Anything? Yeah, I went to work. Lost a cricket game. Yeah, lost a grand final cricket game. Painful. That's all right. Good day.
0: Yeah. Well, um, this week we got the Olympics. You know, nice and topical, having finished yeah, three or four months ago.
1: <laughs> you're a bit late.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, what are you going to do? I wasn't going to wait four years. Uh, three. Also, Only have to wait three. True. True. Well, actually, there's a Winter Olympics next year. Yeah, it's pretty- Yeah. Just around the corner. Beijing. Yeah. And uh,
1: Brisbane's got an Olympics. Yes. Our, coming up in- Our home capital. Uh, how many years is that away? Like 11? 2032. It's 11 years. Yeah. Be exciting. I'm, I'm excited for the Olympics to be here. I think it's pretty dope, hey? We're
0: yeah. going to have an Olympics.
1: Yeah. I'm, yeah. Maybe. I didn't- When we had the Commonwealth Games, I, I never made the trek to any of the uh, events, but I think- I do not care about the Commonwealth
0: Games. Really? No. Nah. Yeah, okay. Because you don't have any of the big countries. So, it's like, what's, you know, whatever. It's pretty much the same thing, though, really, isn't it? I mean, it's the same sort of events, anyway. but like England,
1: Australia, Canada, they're all going to win everything. Yeah, we win We win much more in the um, Commonwealth Games, so it's more exciting for us. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty keen to um, head to some events in our home Olympics, so- yeah. I want to go to some of the weirdo ones.
0: I oh, really like want to know. What? Well, like, you know how there's always a weirdo event, like the one that they're trialing or whatever? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Paris is going to have break dancing.
1: Is it? Yeah.
0: Dope. Yeah. I want to go to the dope weirdo event.
1: They need to have, like, LMS cricket.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it's amateur. You know, cricket has been to the Olympics. Yeah, but it's uh, it's amateur. It's not professional, mm. so. I mean, the Olympics isn't amateur anymore.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Fair
0: point. Yeah. As I know, because I've done a lot of research in the Olympics this week. Have you now? Yeah. Yeah. Olympic expert.
1: I wouldn't say that. Maybe on the 1904 Olympics. Probably still wouldn't say that. Right. But, you know. So, you said a farcical Olympics. We're getting into some mm. weird stuff, are we? Or- yeah. These are uh, rubbish Olympics. And how many years has the Olympics been going at this point? You said it's early. Cause it's I know- the third Olympiad. Right. Yeah, so, so not-
0: 1896.
1: Doesn't count the 1900 Olympics? No, it does not. Okay. I mean, if you want to, sure. But don't really know how many of them there were. All right. I'm keen for this story, boy. I'm sure it'll be a gold medal performance. I wondered what you'd go with. I wondered what you'd go with. And there it is. Uh, it all took right. me a while to think of that one, actually. To be really? Honest. Yeah. That was, like, the first thing I thought you'd go for. No. I was, I'm like, oh, heck, competing. I'm like, no. Nah. I was going through all these other words. Yeah. I settled with the low-hanging fruit gold medal performance. Yeah, well, good job. 10 out of 10. Thank you. Bad pun. All right. Let's get into it. A bad pun should be one out of ten. That's that's my goal. Just one out of ten for pun. Just enough to make me go... Uh, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: I'm going to kick off with uh, actually talking about the ancient Olympics. Yeah. Uh, Fire that
1: starting gun. Two for one.
0: I might quit. <laughs> you won't. So, the story of the Olympics is largely agreed to begin in 1776 BC in Olympia, Greece. They were held as part of a religious festival in honour of the Greek god Zeus. Uh, while all Greek people attending the festival came from as far away as Spain and Turkey, making this quite the affair
1: for the ancient world. Okay, so you say as far away as Spain and Turkey. How far away is actually? Sp- I mean, you consider how long it takes to travel back then. Yeah, yeah it's today's the other world. Age, it's not that far, is it? All right, sure.
0: But just yeah,
1: no, go I, with I get it. it. I, I get it. It's it's you got to travel a fair way, but I just yeah. it's just funny to think of today because we yeah, Spain is like a hundred k's away from Greece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially, like,
0: living in Australia where you can drive for an entire day and still be in the same, the same state, yeah. not even the same country, the yeah. same
1: state. That blows my mind for America and Europe. Like, someone was talking the other day who had been to Europe. They're just like, oh, hey, we went for a drive and we ended up at whatever. I'm like, that's, like, four countries away. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just what you do. I'm like, that's
0: just so crazy to me. Yeah. Like- Whereas for us, when we went to see our mate Sean in Townsville. Like a whole day. It's you know, like, a like- whole day to drive up there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, a flight, which, whatever. Anyway, the first and possibly only event for the first 13 Olympics was the stadium, a 600-foot race, uh, which was won by a cook called Corobius. After- 13 times? No, the first time. Okay. I said first one. What, sorry. Mm-hmm. After more events were added, the games were held either yearly or every other year until 1776 BC. Well, that don't make sense. because no, that's, that's the, the year that I said started. it starts. <laughs> So, until some other year, at which point-
1: (laughs) They held them every year for one year.
0: (laughs) You know what? It could be factual. Uh, Okay. So, uh, they they were held either yearly or every other year until some other year. Some other year. Uh, Not 1776, at which point they were held every four years. In the end, (laughs) the ancient Olympic Games ended after the deterioration of the site in Olympia and the eventual banning of pagan celebrations by the Romans in uh, 394 AD. The Games would not be held for another 1,503 years after that. That's a big break. That's a big hiatus. Yeah, that's longer than I've been alive. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) While many events between the 1600s and 1890 aimed to emulate the ancient Olympic Games, the modern Olympics we know today began with Baron Pierre de Couperton, who attended one of these emulations and was inspired to create the International Olympic Committee in
1: 1890. Okay, so... I I just want to say again because I'm really proud... Baron Pierre de Coubertin. That's French. Uh, well, that's a, a role in an Olympics team. Baron? No, the, de, de Coubertin. What? Okay, so the last name, what is it? The, the de de cou- cou- Coubertin. Right. Pretty sure because listening to radio show that has sure. Susie O'Neill in it, one of Australia's most famous Olympians. An Olympian, yep. yep. In, the, in the Olympics we just had, she was yep. the deputy de Coubertin. Okay. So it's someone who looks after the Olympic team. Okay. Might be like the organiser. Uh the team? I don't know. Well, I, she said her role was just going to make sure the Olympians were, like, well, and they were, you know, looked after, and they were getting to their events on time. And, they, you know, like. Okay. Not um, so yeah, much, like, like, like you need to be here, or and then mm. it was just, like, more of a well-being. That was yeah, the right, deputy anyway. Right. But there is a de Coupetant, and at least in the Australian. Mm. Well, perhaps that is a nod to our mate Baron Pierre de Coupetant. I'm going to say it is. Mm. And just while we're going, mm. quick Google. Oh, it says here that in a 393 AD, that yep. is when the ban on the pagan festivals commenced. So that's when the last ancient Olympics games. Uh, I believe you'll find that the ban was placed in 394
0: AD and the last Olympics was 393. There you go. Done the research. Mm. Yeah, how come
1: you didn't say that before? I did. I actually did. Yeah, you did. But when we were talking about the Olympics ending, you were f- I did. You said sometime later. No. No. Uh, okay. The sometime later was when they
0: stopped being yearly. Okay. Oh, right. I did say in 394 AD. Okay. Apologies. So Apologies. Just so you know, listeners, you listen more than John does. You are correct. Mm. Good job, boy. Anyway, so the uh, creation of the International Olympic Committee was in 19. Uh, sorry, 1890. He envisioned, so Pierre de Couperton envisioned pretty much what we know today
1: as the Olympics. Peza. Our mate, Kubi. Our mate, Pesor. Pesor de Kuby. You just love saying his name. That again, Pierre de Coubertin.
0: <laughs> there's some there's some African names I'm going to butcher later. Okay, just uh, remember that I can say the French one. Righto. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So he envisioned pretty much what we know today as the Olympics, with the event being held every four years, rotating between cities. In 1894, he presented the idea at the first Olympic Congress, uh, with the intent to have the first Olympics in Paris in 1900, himself being French. However. Everyone loved it, and they wanted to go ahead with the first one in 1896 in Athens, Greece. So, that's what they did. That first Olympics was a great success, with the people of Greece and the athletes loving the event, even suggesting the Olympics take place in Greece alone. So, never anywhere else. I had heard that before, yeah. Mm. However, the Games would continue to rotate between cities. The 1900 Olympics, however, was, uh, to put it delicately, poo-poo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the- a bit... A bit- Cheat! <laughs> was it <laughs> A bit bleep tag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Now we're a foul mouth podcast. Yep. So the 1900 Olympics, as I said, uh, they were poo-poo. The event was seen as a sideshow to the Paris Exposition, which was a world's fair. The Olympics were not even the only sporting events at the Exposition and not run by the IOC, but rather the committee for the Exposition. Purdles were made from broken power poles, swimming races were held in the river, despite the strong current, and some competitors didn't even know that they were competing in Olympic events. Not that that was really a problem because they didn't give out medals for most events. Uh, Despite all this, though, the 1900 Olympics paled in comparison to the shambles that was the 1904 St. Louis Olympics, which is today's topic.
1: Yeah, those Paris Olympics sounded like they sucked. Yeah, you really get the impression that they're like ah, whatever, just chucking Olympics on. It's cool. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be good to see, like when you mentioned the swimming in the river, like yeah. they were swimming with the current and if maybe those world records could still possibly be. Yeah, they be did. Instead. So <laughs> they, they don't count.
0: The, well, I don't think they counted them because, yeah, they were superhuman speed. Yeah, that'd yeah. be
1: great though. Just like current day Olympians going, how did they get so fast? Like just yeah. not knowing that it was yeah. with the current. That's
0: funny. One, I, I didn't mention it in the uh, the 1904 Olympics, but they also swam in an an asymmetrical uh, lake, So, like, some people had to swim further. Oh. <laughs> like, there wasn't a straight enough bit to do it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's
1: like, you get the outside lane. Oh, no. Uh, sw- <laughs> you've actually got to swim 110 metres compared to his 95. Yeah. With for- oh, a 100 metre race. <laughs> just the middle lane's a hundo. <laughs> it's so dumb. I know. It's just- Imagine I l- if that happened now, though. Like, there'd be such a rock up, up to, roar. like-
0: yeah, you rock up to, to Tokyo and one lane's just like 15 metres longer because <laughs> it's a semicircle. The guy on the inside's going to turn super tight. <laughs> uh, so
1: dumb. Yeah. I love old times. So old timey stuff is awesome. Like, Except the 30s. Stuff you 30s. I'm yeah, still upset. Still mad you- about the 30s. Yep.
0: Yeah. Which is funny because that was the Olympic Yeah,
1: Yeah. I wondered if you'd make a a comment about that. I will now. Yeah. Um, What year did the Olympics take place on the Olympic? It would have been 1912. Okay. Because that's when the Olympic existed. So they dismantled it. Stuff you 30s. RIP. Planning
0: for 1904 began shortly after the 1900 Paris Olympics, with the IOC awarding the Olympics to the host city of St. Louis. No, you idiot. Chicago. (laughs) <laughs> Got him. <Okay. laughs> Got you with the trick question. All right, then. That's a nasty boy play. Uh, hurt my feelings. Yeah. So, uh, St. Louis, not even the original host city. Chicago was supposed to be the city originally chosen by well, the IOC. That's immediately
1: a great start, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So, St. Louis was meant to be hosting their own exposition, the Louisiana Purchase Exposition, uh, at the exact same time to celebrate 100 years since the 1803 Louisiana Purchase. Just going to point out, that's not 100 years later. That's 101 years later. What is the Louisiana? So, the Louisiana purchase was when the United States purchased Louisiana from the French, which is like, at the time, it was like most of the middle of the US. That was a thing that happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the US wasn't just always Britain. Jesus Christ, John. (laughs) How are you? What is wrong with you? Two weeks in a row. Come on, man. Uh, listeners, what you're hearing is John has somehow managed to do it again Two weeks in a row And sprayed beer all over my carpet but Couldn't you just reuse last week's? No nope. the <laughs> Because they need to understand that this is not actually a bit John has genuinely spilled stuff all over my carpet again So please enjoy this smooth, license-free jazz For the second week in a row Is it the same
1: song or different song? gonna be the same We're back after I spilt my drink again, like a muppet, just trying to create a new tradition for the podcast. Started last week, going continue doing it. Aaron comes back in the room after emptying out the bucket. Yeah, the the soapy water bucket came out really quick. It was like you were expecting it or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, boy. When you when you say um, we're recording at my house next week, then it's going to be no because I don't want to spill drinks at my house. I knew what to do because I've had experience with you now. <laughs> Sorry, boy. I can't believe it. I can't believe I did that. I barely touched it. Just again. The same thing, too. You picked it up and sprayed it everywhere. Oh, it wasn't as bad. Oh. So, I'd really appreciate it if you don't do that again, please, boy. Yeah, okay. I'm not promising anything. The listeners love it. Give us some feedback. If you love it, just let us know on our socials at Pod. I'm going to delete all comments.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they bought uh, Louisiana yep. and they wanted to do a World's Fair to celebrate 100 years from it. Okay. So this was going to be very similar to the Paris Exposition of uh, 1900. Um, Obviously St. Louis didn't want another international event uh, stealing the thunder from their big show. So they immediately began a campaign to steal the Olympics. They arranged with the Amateur Athletic Union to hold the 1904 Track and Field Championships as part of the exposition. This would have drawn many of the same competitors. And considering the Olympics wasn't yet the international draw card that we know it as today, uh, Pierre de Couboutin, relented uh, reluctantly and abandoned Chicago and awarded the games to St. Louis. So
1: how did Chicago get it in the first place? Were they like...
0: was, was I assume it was the same as today. It's like a bidding process. Was it a bidding, Or did Pezza just go, I want to go here. Pezza? Yeah. yeah. Pezza de Coops, Yeah. Coopsie. um Pezza de Coops. I'm pretty sure it was like a bidding process, but okay. yeah, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, didn't look that up. No. Crappy research. I mean, it's not really the focus. Anyway. Yeah. So um, yeah, he... What people uh, want to know. A bit... Be- I think they do. Um, Abandoned Chicago and uh, straight over to St. Louis. He wasn't thrilled with this, though. uh, Not thinking much of St. Louis, and so did not even end up going to the Games. Um, So the guy that created the Olympics didn't even bother to go to this one. Mm. He was even quoted as saying, I had a sort of pre-sentiment that the Olympiad would match the mediocrity of the town. Just a real smackdown for the 1900s. Yeah, Cop that, St. Louis. Cop that. Yeah. The exposition kicked off first on 30th of April 1904, with such amazing sights as a bullfight that got cancelled, causing a riot, <laughs> uh, and actual good sights as a Boer War recreation, planes, trains, and automobiles. But was largely an opportunity to show off America's imperialism, so basically showing off how great the US
1: was. Okay, that's just that's still what they do now. Typical anyway. America. Yeah. Yep. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Um, to our American listeners. Welcome. welcome. we love you. Yeah, love you. Country sucks. Oh. It does. Again, John. To- well, I'm sure most of them would
0: agree with us. Watching our uh, Florida viewership plummet. <laughs> In
1: Texas. <laughs> not Austin, though.
0: Well, the exposition even had its own sporting events, including the questionable, even for the time, uh, Anthropology Days event, which pitted, and I'm quoting this. This okay, is not me you, saying you this. You can't see me, but I'm- I wrote yep. I'm like, oh, what date?" An anthropo- Anthropology Day. Right, what does that consist of? It pitted, and again, I'm quoting, this is not my words, oh, okay. savages. This, oh, this is going to be bad, isn't From it? the international hey, village.
1: What,
0: yeah, all right. I'm sure you could have used another word. Not my word. Okay. Pitted savages from the international village against each other in physical competition. I think that it's probably worth noting that this was uh, African-American people mm. or like you know, Southern Asian people, Um yeah, and Baron uh, Pierre de Coubertin was not impressed with this. Uh, neither were many people at the time. So, uh, like, as in, like, not necessarily boxing, but they were like combatants. It was things events? like throwing javelins and stuff. Um, not and like each other. No, okay, but just it was designed to show, and like this is this is how it was. It was designed to show that people of black skin color were like rubbish at
1: physical stuff but they weren't i know yeah but uh, were they no do they do well oh it, it wasn't say. great
0: because they were putting them in like competitions for events that they'd never done before so like imagine if you'd never seen a javelin and it's like go throw a javelin you'd be rubbish at it yeah right yeah but to sum it up pierre de Coubertin was not uh, impressed with this uh, stating, as for that outrageous charade, it will, of course, lose its appeal when black men, red men, and yellow men learn to run, jump, and throw and leave the white man behind. Another smackdown from Coops. I mean, he, he sounds like he was ahead of his time. But what's a red man? Who's red man? I don't know. Okay. Maybe South American? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, no. No. Right.
1: Oh, no. I was going to say the
0: red scare, but that's just
1: communism. So. Oh, no. It'll be um, Native Americans.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yep. Mm.
1: Anyway, now that we're past that,
0: uh, which, yeah, even even for the time, people were like, why are you doing this? This is weird. Um, yeah, so we get past all that rubbish, uh, and the Olympics themselves kicked off a couple months later on July 1st, and ran for a whopping four and a half months. What? Yeah, so the Olympics today takes like two weeks, maybe That's two and a bit. A bit longer than that, isn't it? No, it's legit like two and a bit weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so, this one took four and a half months. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it ended on November 23rd. The bulk of the events took place between August 29th and September 3rd. Uh, but the rest was spread throughout the exposition events. Now, to keep that in mind. Uh, it was most of them between August 29th and September 3rd. The marathon was on the 30th of August. Okay. Yep. Some of the more interesting Events uh, included at this running of the Olympics included tug of war, an event called plunge for distance in the diving pool, which is legitimately just diving, diving and see is, how yeah.
1: far you can go. I, I reckon <laughs> I could do that one. Sign so me up for the 2032 Olympics for dive for distance.
0: Well, you know what's funny? People could just come off the street and join these Olympic events. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was uh, that was one of the things that made it so uh, not great. Um, yeah. I was going to mention that later, so I'll mention it again. And the only ever appearance of a game called Roke. Any idea what Roke is, boy? No, no idea. i got, got nothing. It's kind of like a croquet, but there's like walls that you can bank the ball off and stuff. Super weird.
1: Right, so it's mini golf croquet. Kind of,
0: yeah. Um, golf was also included for the last time before the 2016 Rio Olympics. Well,
1: that's a long, mm. Again, that's a long time for it to be out as well.
0: Yeah. There are also some moments of genuine brilliance from some of the athletes, uh, such as Archie Hahn, who won gold in the 60 metre, 100 metre and 200 metre sprints. And my personal favourite athlete ever since reading this, George Iser, who won six medals, including three gold for gymnastics. Any clue why I might love this guy? What was his name again? George Iser. Um, Nothing to do with his name. No, we got none. He had a wooden leg. Oh, nice
1: yeah he won six medals
0: yeah in gymnastics one of the things that he was credited as doing was he jumped the whole pummel horse without a springboard So he just like walked up with a wooden leg jumped the whole thing like he'd run up jump it do his trick without the springboard
1: that's really impressive yeah yeah that's wow with a wooden leg he's a jumping off one leg pretty yeah. much that yeah okay that's that's blown my mind pretty cool hey yeah um so yeah georgie
0: good job on you george most likely dead Absolutely dead, actually. Uh, it is 120 years since this took place, basically. Um, now, obviously, it's not all good for this Olympics. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be bothering to talk about it. It was up against it from the very beginning with St. Louis. Not exactly the easiest location to get to, requiring a, a thousand-mile train journey from either coast uh, or a multi-day boat cruise up the Mississippi, Mississippi River. Yeah, it's all swampland, isn't it? Well, not yeah. all swamp land, but Yeah, but I mean, it, it's hard to get to. It's like right in the middle of the US. Yeah. Um, Also, there was the Russo-Japanese War happening, or the Russo-Japanese War, however you want to say it. Um, So, that was a big deal at the time. Um, But because of these uh, factors, there was only 12 countries fielding athletes, which did include Australia. I was about to ask, was that Australia? But I'm like, I'm not sure we were around. We've been to every Olympics. Have we? The first two, though, 1896 and 1900, we competed alongside New Zealand as Australasia. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, But we won uh, four medals. Uh, oh, through Francis Gailey in the swimming. Just the one dude. We've always
1: been strong in swimming. Like, mm. probably, clearly, yeah. we've got a history there then. Yeah. Um, always been our thing. Well, it's a country surrounded by water. You'd yeah. hope it would... What else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Except for Harold
0: Holt. Got him. Without many countries being there, 523 of the 630 athletes were American and over <laughs> half the events had only
1: American competitors. So That sounds very American. Yeah. World Series for a game that we only play...
0: Do you know why it's called the World Series? This is the World Series of Baseball. I don't care. You do. It's the World Newspaper sponsors it.
1: Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's not because
0: it's- Then again, the Buccaneers are the world, world champions. champions at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Thank you, Tom Brady. <laughs> um, who did they lose to in the uh, preseason? In the preseason, one? where it doesn't matter. Pre-season oh, the week Bengals, one. who somehow managed to be the best team in the world when they're playing my team. It's-
1: world champions lost to just a crappy- yeah, all right, make the playoffs, mate. Um, well, they, they, there you go. They lost to a team anyway. That this didn't is, make the playoffs. This is not NFL chat.
0: Not NFL chat, but I'm happy to do a podcast about that. Competitors would enter events they had never trained in. Uh, and as I said before, some people could even just come in off the street. So, you had competitors, like, they're there for the 100-meter sprint. They're like, yeah, I'll just keep fencing a go. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, bring that back for the 2032 Olympics. Just yeah. Uh, oh, what, are a, you, what are you doing, shooting clay pigeons? Yeah, can do that no there worries was,
0: there was a meme that i saw during the japanese olympics which was like they should have all of the regular competitors and then just one guy off the street so that you can see like comparatively what yeah. a regular guy's like that's a great idea yeah i would love to be that regular guy no you would in the 100 meter sprint hell yeah no you would lining up next to like usain bolt or whoever it's not him because he's retired but like <laughs> you know, running like a 13 second hundred meter
1: how fast could you run the 100 meters 13 seconds i reckon i could do 13 I could do 13. I did 11 in school. But, like, the distance between 13 and 9.8. Yeah, it's a long way. It's a long yeah. way. Like, three seconds doesn't sound much. Yeah. It's a long way. Yeah. But, like, some
0: of these Olympics had just randos off the street. They're like, yeah, I'll give boxing a go.
1: Oh, that'd be- f- what? I, I would not volunteer to be the regular <laughs> Joe for the boxing competition or so the wrestling or anything like that.
0: One of, the, one of the stories about these 1904 Olympics is that- in the boxing, there was a guy who won in the first round. In the second round, they found out he wasn't using his own name. He decided to use the name of a local boxer to St. Louis because he thought that might curry favour with the judges. Okay. And so, they're like, get out of here. So, they disqualified him. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah. But, John. boy, I started this off with talking about the marathon. marathon.
1: Yes, hit me, hit me with the marathon.
0: So, talking about boxing, all breathing. of the stuff I've talked about already with this Olympics um, was nothing compared to the absolute shambles that was the marathon. How can you get a marathon wrong? It's not that. Different. Oh boy, did they get it wrong. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with the course.
1: Um, Jog it out for me.
0: <laughs> let's start with the course. It was designed by games organizer James Sullivan, and it was, to put it lightly, evil. Um, the course was 24.8 miles long. Um, the marathon Come had up not. With this, please. You know what? I didn't bother looking it up. Oh, boy. 1.6 times. So that's like, what, I don't know, 32 or something. Um, It hadn't yet been standardized to the 26.2 miles that we know today. Uh, That was done in 1921. And it was actually because of the British Royals uh, in London. They decided. 24 miles, did you say? It was 24.85 miles. Just say no, I didn't convert any of the uh, numbers in this. Uh, It is pretty much 40 kilometers.
1: 29.9.
0: It's a long way. But anyway, so the course featured uh, such awful components as jagged, loose rocks on the road in places, and inches of dust in
1: others. And were they running in barefoot, or they had some sort they of had shoes? Shoes. Yeah, but still like jagged rocks.
0: When you when I'm talking jagged rocks, I mean like imagine you're running along just rocks like at the beach, you know, like the the rock. Oh at right, beach. yeah, yeah. yeah like it's like that like kind rocks. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so not um not just little rocks on the road, and yeah, inches of dust in others. Uh, there were seven hills between 100 and 300 feet in height. Um, generally, marathons are flat uh, or like slow, small inclines. And only one water station at mile six. Sullivan had decided that this course was to be a scientific test of something called purposeful dehydration and that the course would need to be so difficult to prove his theory. That's That sounds awful. So, yeah, this this theory says that like having water while you're like water or food while you're in the middle of a, a physical event will actually cause you to have a worse performance. It'll like mess with your stomach and like cause you to be not great. Um, Obviously not
1: true. Were the competitors aware they were taking place in an experiment? Not no. Early. Okay. They just sort of went, oh, there's no water. And he's like, yeah. I hate this dude. Yeah. What was his name? James
0: Sullivan. That's a pretty regular name. Yeah. James, you suck. Huh. Did he run it? No, I bet no. you was
1: too chicken. He was a games organizer. Yeah, a coward. Yeah. So, not only was the course itself that difficult- it, but should, it-, it should be, you know, like in some games that lead and make maps and stuff like yeah. that, like GTA races and stuff like that, yeah. where you, you make a GTA race, you have mm. to complete it yourself. This guy yeah. should have had to complete it himself before <laughs> he could- That should be a thing. You have to complete the course you design before you have other people.
0: Yeah, but then you've got people, like, you'll just have a marathon runner creating it. Like, I guess that makes sense. But anyway. is <laughs> it <laughs> counter to your point. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Accounting to your point is, yeah, you're probably right, actually. So, yeah, not only was the cause itself that difficult, but it also wasn't closed. Meaning pedestrians, oh. cars, and even trains. Cars? Had- pedestrians, trains, cars. Trains. They didn't even, like, they made them run over train
1: the- tracks with trains running. They didn't even stop the trains. Yeah. Um, they had to be oh. dodged by the runners. Wouldn't that be annoying? You're just like, oh, you're catching first. You're like, I'm going to catch him. going to wait for a train. to for a train? 25 minutes, yeah. <laughs> Cars were also introduced as support vehicles, uh, and
0: for some insane reason were told to drive mere meters in front of the runners. Considering the dust on the roads, this was quite the problem, with clouds of dust being kicked up for runners to run through. So that's where the inches of dust becomes a problem.
1: Uh, Filling up the old lungs.
0: With that out of the way and the explanation of why this was going to be so difficult, let's talk about the athletes.
1: I want to go back to the trains. Okay. The train's going across the running track yep. or along the running across. track? Across. Okay, because if it's going along, you can just jump on the back of the train, It's a free ride for a couple of... For a mile or two. That's what I would have done.
0: All right, and that's why
1: you're not running Olympic marathons. <laughs> no. So,
0: with that out of the way, let's have a chat about our athletes. The race featured 32 runners, many of whom had never run a marathon before, oh, including geez. all 10 Greek entrants. Never run a marathon. Um, many of the men had won their entry through an amateur five-mile race held prior to the event. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Going from five yep. to 24.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like four times. Five times. Cause it's 25, basically. yeah <laughs> five times. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> of special interest to us, though, uh, keeping with the way that I did the Titanic episode, are the following men. Uh, John Lorden, who had won the previous year's Boston Marathon, was considered the favourite. That's where the uh, butchered African names are coming from. Right now, actually. Len Tehuyen. T- Tau Tayunyine and Jan Masahane. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I butchered both of them. Uh, were the uh, Olympics' first African athletes? Uh, they were in town for the Boer War recreation happening at the exposition. They were well qualified for both the marathon and the recreation, having been dispatch runners in the actual Boer War. Neither of them had shoes. Oh,
1: Jack and Rocks is going to be great yeah. for them, isn't it?
0: Fred Laws, a bricklayer from New York, was one of the men who won his way into the marathon through a five-mile race.
1: Oh, bricky, Go the bricky. Got no finger in it, Prince. Tom Hicks, a
0: Boston bra- bra- brass a Boston brass worker. He had a training team with him uh, in a fleet of vehicles. Felix Carvajal. That dude was sitting in
1: the car for half the marathon.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Felix Carvajal. My favourite of the uh, the characters that we're talking about. Do you have a wooden leg? No. Oh. Wouldn't No, nothing wouldn't. A Cuban man who had dreams of competing in the Olympic marathon. He raised money going door to door in his job as a mailman and had even trotted the length of the Cuban island. When he arrived in New Orleans, though, he drank and gambled away all the money he'd made. <laughs> did, he, did he take part? In the he event? then had to hitchhike and walk his way to St. Louis, arriving just before the marathon. And he was wearing a white dress shirt, long black dress pants, street shoes and a beret.
1: Is that what he competed in?
0: Yeah, I, I'll put up a photo of the. Oh,
1: there's a photo too. There's
0: a photo oh. of the start line, and it's like all these guys in running gear, and then this dude in like dress clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very oh, obvious that he's not, he's out of place. Know, but
1: he's probably still hungover as well. Yeah. Um, thankfully,
0: one of the other competitors took pity on him, and they cut off the legs of his pants to give him shorts. <laughs> But he's
1: still, he's still got like long socks and oh, shoes. Just imagine just rolling them up. Oh, yeah. mate, we'll just cut them off for you.
0: So with all 32 men on the starting line, the race began at 3.03 PM in stifling 32 degrees Celsius heat. Uh, that's 90 degrees Fahrenheit for our non-smart friends. Shots fired. I think you should use Celsius, but you know, do what you want. Although, you know, they talk about their system. It's like, oh, you know, zero is really frigging cold. A hundred is really hot. That kind of makes sense. That's our system. Well, no, in our system, if it's 40 degrees outside, you're like, oh, I'm dying. But 100 degrees is boiling. Anyway, it's not important. I shouldn't have said stupid. Sorry to American friends. John already ripped on you. Please keep listening. Please share and sponsor.
1: <laughs> yeah, mostly your sponsors will be. Mostly broken, get though. your sponsor, friends. Please. Really want some sponsor money. Um, The race started
0: with five laps of a dusty oval. We need stands. <laughs> the race started with five laps of a dusty oval. And within the first half mile, the favourite, John Lawden was spewing his guts up. After breathing in some dust, he retired immediately. Wow. So, yeah, within half a mile, the favourite's this out. the cars? No, this no, is just within the cars the, This okay. is just their feet. Right. So, they're just running on a dusty road and he's like- oh, yeah. Man. So, he's out in, in half a mile.
1: Half a- Half within a mile? Within half a
0: mile, yep.
1: So oh, there's 24 to go?
0: Yeah, so that's like a couple of Ks and he's just yakking on the side of the road over not even a K, is it? Remember that time we were driving to cricket and we had to pull over yeah, because you so had have to it. have a spew out the side of the car? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I felt great after that.
0: Yeah. You didn't play great, from memory.
1: I think I played all right.
0: Yeah. Anyway, just relating you to, to him. You just sat in a car and spewed. Yeah, well, he I, ran half a mile. I was sick. I don't think so. I was. That's why I spewed. <laughs> yeah, whatever. As the race progressed, Len Taoyane would be chased more than a mile off course by a wild dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think anything yeah. else
1: could go wrong.
0: Oh, it oh, keeps what? going wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's like running along and he's like, oh, little doggy. Oh, no. Oh, little doggy, please. This
1: is- If they, if they made this a TV show, you'd be watching yeah. this going- What is Whatever. this unbelievable crap? A runner has been chased off course by a dog. He's just going, oh, no.
0: For a mile, too. Like, he didn't- it wasn't nothing. It was a mile.
1: <laughs> why did just stay on
0: And why course? did no one help him? Oh. Anyway, uh, he ended up finishing ninth. Oh, good on him, though. Yeah. Not giving up. Yeah. <laughs> Our little gambling friend, Felix, yeah. was to be found talking with, with spectators long. the the cutoffs. The yep. He's got his cut-off pants. <laughs> yep. He's ripped off the bottoms like a
1: NBA player. And he was player. talking to spect- female spectators. Uh, it doesn't say. It, it, it was female spectators. Probably. Yeah. Um, He's got cutoffs on. He's showing those legs off. Check out me calves, baby. <laughs> uh,
0: and he playfully requested some peaches from the car of one of the training team for Tom Hicks. He was told no and decided that he still wanted some peaches. So, he stole them and ran off eating them. <laughs> uh, later, he would decide that he wanted some apples from an orchard along the side of the course. Did he go scrumping? He went scrumping for apples, <laughs> so he stole. He ran into the he ran that's into the a, orchard. That's a deep cut for some of, some some listeners. Scrumped them. <laughs> ran into the orchard and stole some. After eating them, though, he realised they were oh. rotten, oh. and oh, he was got he? awful stomach cramps. He threw up as well. Probably got the brown note. Mm. Uh, so he stopped on the side of the road for a nap. <laughs> finished eighth. <laughs> I am not going to tell you where he finished. Yeah, I know. Like, can you imagine if, like, in the Olympics today, like, you're watching it on TV they've, like, got, like, a car full on them. They and one guy's one just, like, <laughs> one guy's off in an Sleep. orchard just, like, stealing apples. And then later on, he's, like, oh,
1: oh, I'm sleeping. And then later on, he's sleeping. Oh, so good. And now we cut back to runner number 32. He's taking a little nap. It's now been 20 minutes since he began the nap. Oh, he's awake and he's off. Oh, he's, he's just rolled over. Must have
0: had a little nightmare. Back to it, young man. Oh man,
1: that's that's great. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so he's having a nap. <laughs> Do want to send the hair all over again? Yeah. And like this is within the first like ten miles. Oh, it's not even halfway, halfway through. Yeah. So, um, after they got the first few miles out of the way, uh, the field had already begun to thin. Obviously, uh, our mate spewing his guts up already. Um, Fred Laws, the bricklayer, was struck down in mile six with stomach cramps and exhaustion, uh, likely brought on by the lack of water and dust he was forced. The dust that he was forced yeah. to ingest, uh, and he stopped on the course. So, not looking good for him. Tell me... Uh, don't, don't tell me. So, did anyone make it? We'll yes. find out. Some people did. Tom Hicks, the Boston Brass worker. Uh, he was begging his trainers for water by the 10th mile, having already passed the single water stop on mile 6. He was denied. They were also wanting to see where the purpose of dehydration would work. Uh, it's awful. They instead sponged out his mouth with warm water. When he still begged for a drink, they decided to give him a bizarre cocktail of egg whites and strychnine. Do you know what strychnine is?
1: Uh,
0: a drug. It is a drug, and this was the first recorded case of doping in the Olympics. Oh. Or attempted doping, I should say, because strychnine is rat poison. What? Yeah, strychnine's rat poison. They that makes you, that dehydrates you even more. gave him rat poison. Yeah, so uh, they thought that it was a stimulant when it was given in small doses. Uh, turns out that what it actually does is it slows down the function of muscles in your body, uh, including the heart. Not exactly what you want to give a marathon runner.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it would have dehydrated him even more, wouldn't it? Because isn't that what yeah. happens when- I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. So, egg white and rat poison. Um, that wasn't the worst
0: thing to happen to somebody oh, in the race, what? though. Are you serious? It gets worse. It gets much worse. Oh, jeez. Um, this was experienced by a runner who I haven't mentioned, called William Garcia. On mile nineteen, what he was to Bill? F- on mile nineteen. He was found collapsed on the side of the road by a spectator and was rushed to hospital.
1: Due How what th- was he there for? They aren't sure. Was he in the lead?
0: No, oh. but he was close to the lead. The thing is, there was only thirty-two people running it- this thing. And
1: so, when you say spectator, it was just someone walking their normal. It was somebody who was like walking along the course and like, they're like it wasn't closed. They were just doing yeah, their thing. They're like, and they went Why's this it... guy collapsed? Yeah. And why's he got a
0: number on him? So yeah, they rushed him to hospital. Um, due to the dust he'd been breathing in and swallowing as he ran, he had an esophagus full of dust and a torn stomach lining. He was hemorrhaging. What? Yeah. That dude almost died. Yep. Doctors said if he'd been left there for another hour he would have died. Oh my lord. Yeah. Right? So this guy's just like Does it get worse? Trying to run a marathon. I mean, it doesn't get worse than that. Okay. But- We've we've peaked? Well, it continues getting more ridiculous. Okay. More ridiculous. Okay. So, who would eventually win? Well, with so many- With so many- (laughs) So- (laughs) With so many competitors experiencing life-threatening issues along the way, you might wonder who won this thing. Well, in an unbelievable turn of events, Fred Laws had miraculously recovered from his stomach cramps and exhaustion. This is the guy, the bricklayer who'd stopped on mile nine. He blazed past the rest of the competitors uh, to enter the stadium, not just first, but first by a long way, like miles ahead. He
1: jumped on the train. The crowd
0: crowd were ecstatic, with an American leading the way in an American Olympics. He ran through the winner's tape at the finish line and started celebrating. Alice Roosevelt, daughter of then-president Theodore Roosevelt, was on hand to award the winner his wreath and gold medal. The wreath was placed on Law's head, and the gold medal was prepared... As the gold medal was being brought out, though, a spectator who'd been on the course shouted out the fact that Laws had uh, not exactly been truthful in the way he'd come I back. It.
1: I called it. didn't I? He's jumped on a car. And- Turns out he got into
0: one of his support cars to drive back to the stadium to get his clothes, waving at spectators and other runners as he drove past them. So he's just like, hey, guys, what's going on? Driving past. He was in the car for 11 miles.
1: I was saying this the whole time someone was going to do this.
0: 11 miles he rode in the car. So, he's starting to feel pretty refreshed. So, he's like, what I'm going to do? I'm just going to rejoin with five miles to go. And just ran the last five miles in. And so, he's like there, about to get the medal put on his head. And the crowd's like, boo. You suck laws. Boo. And he's just sitting there going, oh, man, I was just kidding around. I wasn't really going to accept the gold. Oh, whatever." Whatever. If that spectator hadn't been there, he's going down as the guy that won the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, he was disqualified and given a lifetime ban from all athletics. Oh, wow. Yeah. Didn't last long. He got it back the next year and he was able to run. Oh. Okay. He said he was sorry and they're like, all right, let him keep running. Did he do
1: it again? Tell nah, me he did it I don't again. think he did it again. No.
0: I didn't actually find anything else about the rest of his career as a marathon runner. But, yeah. So, the guy that- uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got that boxer before who uh, who tried to-
1: Yeah, under someone else's name. Yeah, not that bad when you consider the guy that got in a car and he's like, see ya. For about half Bye. half the marathon, just sat yeah. in the car, just flipping people off he's as like, he's driving past. You know what? Might jump back in. Uh, I've had a spew, got all the dust out yeah. of your system. Let's go. Had a, had a quick breather, had some water. <laughs> all right, let's go. Had a nap in the car while it drove 11 miles. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, all of this happened. No one else had finished yet. Oh.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. There's an actual race happening.
0: Yeah. So, with him out of the way, who would be the real winner? So, Tom Hicks was still battling the effects of the rat poison he'd been given um, when he heard that laws had been disqualified. So, keep in mind, there's enough time for, like, someone to get back to him and yeah. be like, hey, this bloke has finished and, then back and been again. disqualified. Yeah. Like, so, that's how far ahead this guy was when he ran into the stadium <laughs> and everyone's like,
1: yeah, sick man,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so he's still affected by the rat poison. Yep. When he heard that Laws had been disqualified, though, he got a second wind and picked up his pace. He jumped in the car too. No, he did not. <laughs> no, I, was, don't, I, I don't want to discredit his efforts. He was then given another egg white
1: and strychnine Oh, you this this guy! Die. <laughs> this time they gave him brandy. <laughs> <laughs> then we now just he's drunk. Now they're just feeding him. Dehydrated. <laughs> he's, they've they've given, given him rat poison, poison and egg twice. Whites. Yeah, and now they've given and him now the alcohol. Like, nah, I get boozed up, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least the alcohol probably wouldn't find the, like, feel the effects yeah. of the rat poise. So and they're slowly killing this dude, but-
0: Yep. So, he's slowly dying. So, obviously, he didn't, uh, it, that didn't help. Uh, and with two miles to go, he was hallucinating and slowing right down.
1: <laughs> so, he thought
0: there was still 20 <laughs> a miles a to go. He's
1: hallucinating that there's a dog chasing him. Yeah, but, hey, That guy's got a dog this chasing guy's him. That has got a dog. <laughs> what's going on? So, yeah,
0: he thought he was 20 miles from the finish and he's still begging for water. They're like, no, you can't have any water. In the end, he did manage to get through to the stadium first, uh, but he was being practically carried over the line by his trainers uh, and would require a full hour of attention from four doctors to be able to stand on his own and accept the medal. So, he won. He did win. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm not going to lie. He kind of deserved it. Yeah. Being poisoned. poisoned twice. And they're just like, keep going, mate. Have a swig of brandy. Being dehy- that dehydrated. Yeah.
0: some... Oh, oh, Have some booze. Oh. Yep. His winning time was three hours and 28 minutes. Oh, which not bad. It's quicker than I could do it. It's
1: still the slowest
0: Olympic marathon time by more than half an hour.
1: <laughs> yep. Well, you've got to give him discounted time for the rat poison. And- <laughs> yeah. The fact that he was being dragged to the oh, finish line. I reckon you could take an hour and a half off him for being poisoned twice. Yeah. Just so good. <laughs> it's like, here you go. Drink
0: this. All right. Oh, what's in that? <laughs> yeah. Um, Of special note was our friend, Felix, the apple thief. Yeah, the scrumper. Yeah. Who, despite his nap, ended up finishing fourth. Oh, nice. He probably would have won if he hadn't stolen those apples and got a tummy
1: ache. And had a nap.
0: Yeah. He probably would have finished first.
1: Should we should we tell people what scrumping is? Or well, they is, reckon they work it out. What is scrumping? Well, I recently heard on another podcast that scrumping is stealing fruit. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, it mainly, like, people would say Apples and stuff like that out of an yeah. orchard, but boy, scrump me apples. Went for a went for a cheeky marathon and a cheeky scrump nap some and a cheek, yeah, scrump some apples. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, fourth. He didn't even get a medal. Oh, yeah. that would have been about- If he got the medal, yeah. Did they have bronze medals? They did. Yeah.
0: So this was actually the first Olympics where they did medals for
1: everything. If they had, if he got, if he had a nap and got, still a got a medal, yeah. medal, oh, that's the greatest Favorite story of all time. Yep. Him and the guy with a wooden and leg are now my favourite Olympians. He's in a white dress shirt, yep. cut-offs, yep. dress shoes, yep. which are probably just destroyed. And up. Don't forget the beret. Destroyed after forty yep. k's of running in them. Yeah, and remember he like hitchhiked there. But it, just, yeah, yeah. Wasted all his money yep. on. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so considering all this, only fourteen people finished the marathon, and questions were raised immediately as to whether it was fit for the Olympics in future, as in the marathon as a concept. Um, oh. Even James Sullivan, the sadistic organiser, was saying the event was too much for human endurance.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, maybe if you too hadn't much done insane endurance. things to them, yeah. it'd be fine. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, people realised that maybe if they could drink water, it wouldn't be so hard. Uh, and the event continued at the 1908 Olympics.
1: Nothing went awry at the 1908. It was just pretty... Utter- I mean, the 1908 marathon had a lot to live up to. Yeah. The 1908 <laughs> Olympics were a lot better. Um So not just
0: the marathon was in doubt after all this. Uh, The Olympic Committee was so concerned about the image of the Olympics that they decided to run an intermediary Olympics in Athens in 1906. So that's a Olympics after two years rather than four. Um, Never been done since Mm -hmm. uh, and it isn't counted as an official Olympics these days. Um, But these games were very successful with 20 countries entering uh, and salvaged the Olympics for the 1908 Olympics in London, which were much more successful. Despite uh, despite still being five months long,
1: so even longer Take it half a year still yeah wow. As we know, the Olympics is still going great. So what world um, expo did the London have at the same time? Uh, they after the
0: 1904 Olympics, they were like, let's never do that again okay. and just be our own event. Fair enough. Yeah, so they didn't do that again. Um, but yeah, as you know, Olympics still going. Uh, we're getting them in th- uh, 2032. So suck that every other place that wanted them. Uh, I think it ended up just being us. <laughs> yeah. I think there were other- I really hope we have something insane like that.
1: Oh. I, <laughs> I can't even imagine what it would be, right? Oh, no, like for when we're doing Cheeky Tales when we're 50. Yeah. Oh, remember those Olympics 10 years ago? 2032 Olympics. Yeah.
0: They were crazy.
1: Um, yeah. Well, our Olympics are going to be first for a reason. It's because um, isn't it the first time that not going to have like a dedicated one area could spread out through the southeast? Through Queensland, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think the, the current rules are okay. it's all got to be within,
0: like, a certain amount of distance. Yeah, but they're changing that for yeah. the Brisbane one, aren't they? Yeah, because, like, nobody really wants the Olympics anymore. Too much cost. Too much cost, and, like, nobody can really make it worthwhile. Mm. Like, you look at Rio, all that stuff was wasted. So, I kind of hope ours go well. I mean, obviously, but I do want a crazy story out of it. Yeah, but- Maybe it'll be a story of us. At the Olympics?
1: Yeah. Cheeky towels at the Olympics- we could we could record an episode. Oh, Maybe we streak. I mean, if we're still recording in the Olympics, who knows? Probably not. <laughs> we could record an episode. We could do one while we watch it. Yeah, uh, we could be. Oh, yeah, there. Not just Sorry, on TV. were you going to say that you wanted to be in the Olympics? No, 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 I'm at the Olympics. Yeah, not just at our living room. All right, surely there's a sport we could do. Oh, right. we start training. We could do archery or shooting or something like that. It's yeah, old people still do those. Mm. I reckon I could do the equestrian. uh. I I could do it. Nah. How hard could that be? It's got to learn it's how to ride a horse. It's pretty damn
0: hard. It's got to learn how to ride a, ride a horse. How hard's that? Do all the equestrians. You've just upset
1: a lot of people. <laughs> I take it. Have you ever seriously. ridden a horse? No.
0: Perfect do time. You? I'm a blank canvas. I've ridden a horse once. Oh, good I on have you. more experience than you. Yeah, good on you. More experience knocking beers over. <laughs> Sorry. Got him. <laughs> so Yeah, that's the story, boy. That 1904 Olympics. Was,
1: that, was, that was a good story. I enjoyed yeah. that. Just
0: insanity. Like, everything along the way in that Olympics, aside from our mate George Iser with the wooden leg yeah. and Felix Carvajal, my new favourite guy ever. um, And Pierre de Coubertin. De Coubertin
1: Should we? I'm going to, let's, as we wrap up. Pierre de Coubertin. I'm going to Google. All
0: right. Well, you do that and I'll get all the uh, all the stuff out of the way we've got to do. Um, well, thank you all for listening. It has been another fun episode for us to record and hopefully this has been a fun one for you to listen to. Um, follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cheeky Tales Pod. Um, give us a like and subscribe if you can uh, on the uh, platform of your choice, uh, because it would be really good for us to be able to see uh, all of you having a cheeky comment on on the episode. Um, that would be lovely, uh, especially our international listeners. Um, John, I'm really rambling here because you are Sorry. taking a long time to do that. Yeah,
1: um, I mean, obviously. Um- Searching the Coubertin gives you a lot of results for- Yes, the Olympics.
0: Pierre. Yeah. Anyway, um yeah, we'll be back in a fortnight's time. um John, you're planning on doing a spooky Halloween
1: episode. Well, it will be on- the episode will come out on the 26th of October, which is, what, three days? Four days. Four days, days before yep. Halloween, so- That great old Australian holiday, Halloween. Yep. Trying to find a uh, spooky, so spooky- spooky. Spooky uh, topic to do the episode on. Oh. Who's oh, spooky? Found a couple of uh, local ghost stories, but I feel like yeah. a local ghost story would be too. Localized.
0: Just has to be interesting, boy. Doesn't have to be international.
1: Yeah, but the the problem with the one that I've seen yeah. is that there's a lot of areas around. Okay, even I probably won't know them. No, oh, you would. No, oh. but it's just for the, everyone who lives. You know, would, it, yeah, right. It'd be too okay. hard to try. Too and, local. Don't yeah, bother. Too local. So yes. Um- I'd also like to make a retraction, a formal retraction for what I said earlier in the episode. <laughs> oh yeah, when you're ripping on the Americans. No. Oh, okay, the you're de, fine with that. The, 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 the uh, de yeah, role at the Olympics. Yeah, not a thing. Not a thing. Didn't I didn't think it, so. I got it confused with the chef de mission. <laughs> right. well, I don't think it'll be chef, probably
0: chief. Well, I can't see that, but oh. I'll just trust your word. No. Whatever, chef de cuberton.
1: Okay, chef yep. de mission. Okay. So, uh-huh. I mean, it's French. It'll be enough? like
0: chief of the mission or something? Mission chief.
1: Probably something. in French. Yeah. Well, I don't
0: know what's in French. Yeah, anyway, um, let's wrap it up, boy. <laughs> oh, because well, you make more of a fool of yourself and knock more stuff over in my house. I could
1: have just not said that and got away with it, but whatever. I'm sure that Chloe will know. Yeah. Oh, Chloe. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the episode, boy. That was a like oh, crazy. I got a bit of a headache from laughing, actually.
0: Yeah. yeah. Some of the stuff that happened there is just insane. Like- Felix, come on, man! <laughs> Could have won a marathon. <laughs> Having a nap. Having a nap. <laughs> Cheeky nap. All right, now I'm feeling great. Keep running. Oh, fourth, man! Great.
1: Uh, what happened here? Oh. Why is everyone
0: mad at this Fred Laws guy?
1: Yeah. Do we have? Um, we have another amazing Australian Olympic story. Bradbury. Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing a full episode? On Not that enough or for an episode. Maybe a little bit. Little bit. At the end of this episode, maybe. Do you maybe want, it will be. All right, chuck it on the end. Do we want yeah. to quickly cover it now? No. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, (laughs) we'll see you in a fortnight. See you, everyone. Little bit. Little
0: bit. It's 3.03 p.m. on August 30th, 1904 in St. Louis, Missouri, and 32
1: Rihanna... 32 Rihannas.
0: 32 Rihannas. (laughs)
1: Umbrella, umbrella, umbrilla and 34 times
0: (laughs) that's gonna be a great little bit (laughs) 34
1: Rianas oh man (laughs) I was in a crappy mood before (laughs) just cheated me up so much warmed him up (laughs) that's one of the best flubs ever 34 (laughs) Rianas You know what? She's talented as hell. I'll take it. Yeah, she is. Little bit. Little bit.